Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. I'm CBS 21 meteorologist Steve Knight, along with... Meteorologist Ed Russo. How are you doing, Steve? Doing great, doing great. Wow, not so much here, but uh, wow, what a weather week that was. And a very unfortunate weather week that was. Yeah, I mean, it just, you know, we got teased with a couple warm days. Now we're back to the the chill. Yeah, we're back to the chill. We're yep. back to the chill. And of course, all week long, we had uh, severe weather that we were keeping a watchful eye on off to our south. And I have not heard um, a final total. I was hunting around a little bit here today, but uh, I know it's at least a dozen tornadoes that touched down this week. Actually, I think, oh, man, I just saw this statistic this morning. And yeah. I think over that two day, two or three day stretch or whatever, I think it was a total of 60. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 60. Um, and there were a few F3s. There were no F4s. There were a few F3s, uh, quite a few F2s. Right. And, uh, you know, the Storm Prediction Center out of Norman, Oklahoma, categorizes a strong tornado as a tornado that's EF2 or greater. Right. And I saw that uh, the highest there was was uh, an EF3. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think there were a couple of those. A, right. A couple of those. And I think the one that hit New Orleans was an EF3. Yeah. Yes. And I did... <laughs> I won't name any publication specifically, but um, it seems like every time we have a severe weather outbreak like this, you'll see um, you'll see bad reporting <laughs> about how the whole thing ensued in terms of saying unexpected tornadoes hit New Orleans. It's like, no, yeah. the Storm Prediction Center was right. talking about this. Actually, um, with the last outbreak, yeah. Days in advance. the Storm Prediction Center had a slight risk yeah. out for the Deep South, eight Days. days that's the first time ever that yeah. i've seen that happen right so yeah. to say that it was unexpected right it's really insulting yeah. like maybe you didn't hear about it yeah, right. but that doesn't mean it wasn't right. out there right and trust me you know every meteorologist uh in that area of the south and in new orleans was talking about the potential for severe weather well in advance of uh these storms coming in right I mean, we would have been doing it i mean i mean the weather antenna was so high up in that part of the country this week it was ridiculous i know i you know huge amounts of advanced warning and you know i got to credit that with the you know some of the of the low fatality count i mean obviously any loss of life is too much but right so yeah it was a big event i also heard that you know oh tornadoes are rare in new orleans no what right. it's the deep south yeah it's the right. spring yeah, exactly. About as rare as a po' boy sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> or a hurricane uh, cocktail. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. 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 Uh, so, well, it's interesting because Monday morning, um, you know, we didn't we didn't have a whole lot going on, especially Monday. We knew we were going to get some rain on Wednesday. To be quite frank, uh, you know, Monday morning uh, for me, thankfully, because I was coming off a long weekend of March Madness, so yeah. I was glad to ease into my weekend slowly. I know. I stepped in for you, Steve. <laughs> yes, I know. Thank <laughs> well, you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I was I was coming back off of a uh, five-day weekend, so I needed to kind of ease myself back in on, on Monday morning, and quite frankly, uh, Monday, Tuesday around here, there, there wasn't a whole lot going on. The next thing was going to be rain on Wednesday, um, so I was really slash almost out of a little bit of boredom with our local weather, kind of doing a deeper dive into what was going to go on. And I'm always like you, I'm always trying to educate myself. So I'm looking at different things and then, and then trying to remember what I'm looking at in the aftermath of what happens. And, uh, I was actually was sitting back in the weather center and I was watching the weather channel and our boss, Brian comes back 
and he wanted to talk to me about something totally unrelated. And he goes, oh, he's like, you're watching the Weather Channel this morning, which I don't always watch the Weather Channel mid-morning, but it was like 10 a.m. and I'm watching the Weather Channel. And I looked at him and I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm telling you. I'm like, I've been poking around and, and looking at stuff and it's the reason why I turned them on. I was like, this is a bad setup. And I was like, and tomorrow could be even worse. Like, this is not good. And I hope everybody down there. And I think, by the, as far as I know, we were at two fatalities. Now, I had the tornado numbers way off, but that's two fatalities. Because I yeah. think what, what, we've, what we've got. Now, part of that is probably because of the fact that the strongest were EF3s. But um, So hopefully the message did get out there. Well, the amazing thing is, you know, how many tornadoes were in New Orleans? Was it two? Two. One of them was significant. Right. The other one was, I think, a little bit further on the outskirts and a little less. Right. Oh, Ed's digging in his phone. Yeah. So I'm. I, I want to get the total number of of tornadoes. Yeah. I, I really I, think it, I looked. This I told. I saw this statistic this morning. this morning. Actually, I know somebody who tweeted something out. He's yeah. a, he's a, he lives in Mississippi. Yeah. But you know, the messaging was there. I mean, the messaging was there well in advance. Um. So I would like to think. You know, and, and I say this all the time on the podcast, right? You know, the, the weatherman, he doesn't, you know, it must be the greatest job in the world. You, you're wrong all the time. Did it. You had an outbreak of, of tornadic activity like that, okay? And, and if you're a weather geek, you saw the video. You saw the destruction. You saw the things that went down. Houses leveled. Businesses leveled. Schools leveled. You had two fatalities, you know. And keep so, in mind, again, one of those going through a major populated right, area. Right, going through a major populated yep. area. So, you, you know, like I always say. That, that's a big t- win. T- tell us again how, how worthless we are. And it happened at night. <laughs> it, it, happened it happened at, at night. night. I, mean, I mean, you can have a well-warned yeah. tornado right. at night. Yeah. And people don't know what's coming because yeah. they can't see. And that does make people complacent to a degree. Right. Or, or, or they're unaware. Right. So the fact that, you know, the fatality count was that right. low. And we're not trying to... D- diminish or trivialize the two lives that were lost and right. any loss of life is too much of course but that's a that's a big success story yeah it is and to your point i mean not only was the new orleans tornado uh at night but both tuesday uh and wednesday morning i came in to multiple tornado warnings at three o'clock in the morning dude i yeah. mean that is the that is the biggest recipe for disaster and those continued through alabama Florida Panhandle um, on Tuesday it was Mississippi uh, and then it was Florida Panhandle Alabama I mean that, that was continuing um, you know on Tuesday throughout the day off and on on Wednesday they finally slowed down at about 10 a.m. well that was yeah. that was also Texas you probably walked into some tornado warnings t- Texas, Texas yeah, yeah Texas that morning too, too. Yeah. yeah 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 so I mean it was you know, and I, and I was actually showing him and saying on the air, like, you know, folks, this is the worst case scenario. You know what it was? I got my timeline off because it was Texas on Tuesday morning. And I was going, because Texas is an hour different from us. So we, I was on the air at like, you know, 5.01 a.m. On, on Tuesday morning going, it's 4 o'clock in the morning in Texas. And there was a tornado warning near Austin, like right near Austin, which as you know, yeah. big city. Big city. Yeah, and I'm going, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, and they've got a tornado warning in Austin, Texas. Like, say a prayer for those folks. Right. Let's hope that, that you know, they went to bed educated in knowing that there was this real possibility of severe weather and that they aren't just asleep in the, you know, 18th floor of their apartment building, you know, <laughs> 
time to it's time to wake up and and uh, take some precautionary measures here you know and that's the worst case scenario yeah and i think i think people really have been doing a good job of trying to yeah. obviously heed these warnings yeah i'm 4 a.m and you have a tornado warning that's going to hit a pretty big metropolitan area yeah that is usually a real recipe for disaster well it was 61 wow. tornadoes um three ef3s and 11 ef2s so the rest were so right about um doing some math here about over 45 of them were right. f1 f0 right but 32 of them were in texas yeah that but that right. first night so yeah. so yeah that's a, a significant a, number significant number you know it's springtime down there that's you know and typically all off the you know you, a lot of times on the when you have a winter that's had a La Nina, when we're coming off of a La Nina winter, typically those winters or those springtime seem to be more active tornado-wise. Yeah, right. April 2011, coming off of a La Nina, you saw the yeah. basically the largest tornado outbreak yeah. ever in the United States, second right. to 1974. Right. Um, you know, and that happened across the Deep South. Even right. even Pennsylvania had a few tornadoes. That's the one. Have you ever talked to Candace? That's the one. oh yes, yeah. she was because she was she lived down there. She She's was in Alabama. There. Yeah. She was at Alabama as a student. Oh, yeah. She would have been because yes. yeah, she would have been in college at the time. Yes. She yeah. was at Alabama as a student when the time. She, she is, um, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, traumatized. Maybe has a little bit of PSD when it, when it comes to. You did a podcast of, with her about that yeah, experience yeah. when you were introducing her. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So she, um, she does not like the. Not, not that any of us do, but she really does not like the word tornado. And did she? Did she actually see it? She see the the tornado? She took shelter. She took shelter. Yeah, she, I don't think she eyeballed it. But then the, she she went around and she, she she was working as a reporter for the student run TV station. But it's legit. It's on air, right? You know, what I mean, it's a legit station. It's on air. You know, and so she went around and um, did a bunch of stories you know on the aftermath and you know unfortunately talk to people who had you know lost loved ones lost uh boyfriends girlfriends you know students were killed you know yeah and so um you know candace started like i want to say the last week of july because the first thing she and i did together was uh york state fair and obviously we were kind of coming out of to a degree we we're coming out of severe weather you know, at that point in time, we're, we're kind of coming out of severe weather. But I remember maybe about a month into her being here, we did have a severe weather situation. And uh, it was, you know, in the late afternoon, and I guess Tom was on the air. You were probably giving him a, an assist. Um, and she texted me. It's probably during went, Ida. Could be, yeah, yeah. And she texted me and was like, how worried do I have to be? Like, you know, should I be in the like?" You know, like, you know, help me out here. So I anticipate that we'll be doing more of that with her because she gets really antsy mm -hmm. over severe weather because she went through such a horrific experience. I know. It recalls so many bad memories when you, yes. when you even go through a hint of a previous yeah. experience that was, that yeah. was traumatic. So, yeah. And we are, we are coming up to that season. Yeah, we certainly are around here. And I don't, I, I don't see any signs that this is going to be a quiet severe weather season necessarily no i don't um, either yeah. you know and and i think we really get into the it seems like the meat and the meat and potatoes of our severe weather season of april may yeah late april into basically yep. all of may and yep. as you get into june yep 
Yeah, those I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Those are those are our greatest months of instability mm-hmm. here, without yeah. question. That's, and beyond that, obviously, it can, you know, these things can happen at any time, right? You know, just depending. We get an uptick in in the fall too from yeah. tropical systems, yeah. but yeah, yeah, May and June, especially May, late May. Yeah, I was on the air. I think I told you this before, but I was on the air one time in December. The tornado warning, December here. Tornado warning. Was that within the past few years? No, this was a long time ago. This was probably 2009, 2010, somewhere in there. But yeah, yeah, it was like, wow. (laughs) But hey, look, you know, as you know, we've had uh, in recent memory, in recent times, you know, we had a we had a Christmas Eve where it was like 68 degrees at midnight on Christmas Eve. That was only a couple of years ago. You remember that? Oh yeah, and that was just before a cold front came through. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yep, I was. I was working from home, and I was. Yeah, I was keeping an eye on. on yeah, the, I mean, uh, it yeah. looked. It didn't look very tornadic at the time, but with severe weather, you know, Still. they can always spin up. So I was. It was, but it was. It was an April setup. It was. You know, when you're that warm, that late at night, and then you've got a big cold front coming. You know what I mean? That's when you go, uh oh. <laughs> right, uh-oh. and that that melted all of the snow on Christmas Eve. Yeah, 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 yeah. I. uh I, I remember walking outside. We always go to my parents on Christmas Eve. And, and you know, so we came home at like whatever, 10, 30, 11, and just walking outside and, and saying to myself, okay, Steve, remember this. Always try to remember this. How you walked outside and like literally you had like a T-shirt and shorts on. And it's like 1130 at night on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. And it's perfectly, and it was getting windy. Yeah. You know, the winds were picking up. You know what I mean? I could hear my wind chimes in the backyard going, ding, 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 ding. But it's like, this is nuts <laughs> I, I know this is crazy i know christmas eve man it's like 68 degrees i think that i think there were some areas that were like at 70 yeah i don't know if you remember but yeah well i know i so like i at night i yeah. did a story i did a proudly pennsylvanian on the glenrock carolers okay right yeah, and right. they were that was telling a great story they, they, yeah. thank you they, they were telling me last year you know we were caroling and there was thunder yeah right Caroling through the night on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's definitely caroling that's, through the thunder, no snow. Christmas Eve, not to be. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about our 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 slow to begin upcoming spring because uh, you know uh, it's going to get cold here in the short term. There, Edward. I don't know what's going on, man, but uh, this is kind of borderline unacceptable. I know. Some. I think. Uh, I think one of us pressed the wrong button. Yeah. <laughs> what's this button do right here, Ed? <laughs> well, I know yeah. you were. Trying to fix my audio, you were pressing a I lot was. of buttons I, I over I, there. Did I you think press, I pressed a, the wrong a weather button. button of some sort? I think I, I think I pressed the winter button. <laughs> yeah. I? I thought we had retired that. Uh, well, it's get it's the label is well, the labels the are board. kind of disappearing. So yeah, um, yeah. I'm I mean I'm really thinking that we're talking about uh, wind chills on Sunday. Sunday looks looks pretty darn windy. So I think we're looking at wind chills, 20s and 30s yep. throughout the yep. day. And you know, with this kind of pattern, because I think this is going to linger through the first week, possibly even second week of April. Um, hey, you know, when you get snow in April, it's from something like this. It's from this yeah. current pattern. Right. We, have, we just don't, this time around at least, we don't have the, the precip to go with it. We don't have the moisture to go with it, at least not this time around. Right. But if you go to western Pennsylvania, certainly the snow belt, yeah, they're going to yeah. get blanketed with snow. Oh, no doubt. Once I, again. No doubt. I was talking about it this morning, uh, kind of showing the, the snow and saying, hey, look, man, you know, uh, your old friends in Erie, you're yep. going to get snow, man. Yep. Yeah, probably a few inches. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, blowing in off the lakes, you know <laughs> what I mean? Because the winds are going to pick up, and, and uh, 
it's kind of game on. And the Laurel Highlands in Somerset yeah. County, they're going to yeah. get pretty good snow yeah, out I of this too. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to at least get uh, a, a nice little blanket of snow. Mm-hmm. I got a buddy of mine. He's got a uh, he's got a place at Deep Creek, which is oh, yeah. on the Maryland Panhandle, and the big ski resort there is Wisp, and they closed last weekend. And he and his son like to go. His son goes snowboarding and he goes skiing. And he was like, he's like, man, he goes, I can't believe. It. He's like, they closed Wisp. He goes, and they're calling for. They're calling for more snow down there, and they're saying it's you know, it's colder down there, and it's 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 high elevation, right? You know, that's right. a big part of it. That's a nice mountain for skiing. But he was like, man, he's like, they're saying it's only going to be like in the low thirties. So then he texts me later in the week, and he goes, they just announced they're reopening this weekend. So they are gonna, yeah. they are gonna. Yeah, stay he up. said like limited runs, um, but because they don't have the staffing, because they they sent everybody home. The right. season's over. But yeah, well, there's money to be made. Well, you know, yeah, Round you know. Top still has snow on it. Are, yeah, are, are they? I I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know either. I haven't checked in with that. It looks it looks pretty. It's it, I I was I would. I bet you they're open. I expected you know because I on my way home from work I see the mountain. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's ski Round Tops. Obviously, if you live in the Harrisburg yeah, camp, where the leaves area, are on the trees, it, it's and very and prominent. The lights are on. It's very prominent. It's yeah. very prominent. Um. Yeah. There's still. It, I can. Minute Man looks. Yeah. From base to base to top, uh, yeah. looks snow covered. So yeah, sometimes uh, in the mornings, I see if I can't get our. Got to be fairly clear, or whatever. But you can see it from our sky cam mm-hmm. in the mornings if you. Oh, you can. Yeah. The the, the lights can. Yeah, you, actually... you can you can you can you know get the get the at least the glow of it. Yeah, know, if you're there, but it's okay. got to be kind of the right, you know, right azimuth, right conditions. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, I've actually I've actually been able to uh, if you get a real you know get a good clear night you know you can uh, actually see it. So yeah, really cold here uh, at least in the short term. But I gotta tell you, and you know Tom and I have been talking about this. A, uh, well look, I think I think we have a good chance. Not everywhere of seeing some windblown flurries on Sunday. You know, so I, I think some some spots here in Central PA could at least see some flakes. Blowing. flying yep yeah i'm not saying like enough to like put down a coating but if you're out running errands on sunday don't be surprised if you see a flurry or two flying in the air mm-hmm. um and ugh, i mean a little warmer middle of next week but i'm not seeing any trend right now where it's like we're out of this like i think april's gonna get off to a relatively slow start at least first half of april yeah you know and you even get chilly days through the first half of may i i always like to say it seems like during the second half of May, once we get warm, we stay warm. Yes. Yep. After well, it, yeah. almost every time. I mean, yeah, you'll get maybe a day here or a day there. I remember in yeah. graduation, when I graduated yeah. Dallas Town, it was 58 degrees in June right. yeah. with rain. Yeah. That's pretty rare. But yeah. usually, yeah. 15th, oh, yeah. after the 15th of May. Yeah. It's kind of game on. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I, you know, as well as I do, one of the big questions we always get is about spring planting and, and especially, like, I get it, okay? Like, what is what does everybody stop and get on their way to Easter at somebody's house? You got to stop and get those Easter flowers, right? Mm-hmm. Stop and get the Easter flowers. You know, stop and get the Easter flowers. Man, I always tell people, you know, the best rule of thumb, and everybody wants to, it's springtime, you want to get into it, Mother's Day. Yeah. Wait till Mother's Day, because if you don't, you could have a problem. I mean, look at it this weekend. It's going to be in the mid-20s overnight. This is, this is, why, I, this is why I never get my mom flowers for mother's day because <laughs> this is why 
I'm kidding. This is why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I can't plant my own flowers until <laughs> after Mother's Day. You could have at least said... As if I couldn't go to the store. Right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding before I offend all oh, of the mothers out there. That, I am that, a good uh, son. That patented Ed Russo, yeah. dry as the Sahara just, sense of humor. Yeah, that just went south. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, but that's that's always like, you know, like the... Well, look, we're going to be in the 20s here um, overnight, you know, this weekend and into early next week. Last Friday, when you were working for me, Ed, thank you. You're welcome. Um, I was playing golf at Range End, and uh, I showed up. I knew it was going to be warm enough for shorts weather, but I had on, like, a fleece vest. Fleece vest over, like, you know, a golf shirt, you know, a collared golf shirt. Izod shirt, however you want to put it, right? And um, I had to lose that bad boy, like, pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like 72, 73 degrees. We were playing golf, like, springtime, man. I mean, but I knew all my buddies. We had, like, 20 guys playing golf. And, you know, my buddies are all like, man, you know, thank God it's spring. And, you know, you know the golf season's finally here and high-fiving each other. I'm like, guys, I got news for you. You ain't gonna be playing golf next week, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We we cannot we cannot declare uh, winter dead just yet. And well, and, and the bad thing is, you know, as much as we love warm weather in March, you got to think about it economically. Yes, this this gives a false start to a lot of the trees, the orchards. Yeah. I mean, I talked to a guy um, in uh, especially down, you know, where, where you're originally from, yeah, Dallas Town area, and Newberry all the, Town, Newberry, all the orchards and everything, yeah, there. yeah. And one guy told me. Um, spoke to him the other night he said he already has his apricots oh that's not good you know so it's like like as much as you want spring yeah um yeah you got to look at the economics and and the agricultural side of things it's weird it's weird how we always enjoy the weather but we don't understand we don't think about we don't think about well you know if it's warm in march yeah you it set could, them all vulnerable really to be uh, hurting somebody. Yeah, you, you, you yeah. hurt the budding if it freezes yeah. again in April. So. But I guess the flip side is the people that own Wisp Mountain Resort would go. I don't really like apricots. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> this is you can't. Not everybody can win. No, not everybody can win. You know, and it's that's, that's like it's kind of the the beauty of it all. So to just kind of wrap it up here, um, yeah, obviously cold in the short term, a little better middle of next week, seasonable. Yeah. Upper 50s, maybe 60, but it's kind of where we're going to stall. And there may be some colder air here, like uh, 15, 20 days from now. Uh, yep, yeah, still so, lingering. Still lingering. So we'll we'll get there uh, eventually, folks. Well, always good catching up with you, Ed. You too, Steve. Yeah, I guess we haven't done this in a few weeks. So good catching up with you. I'll be watching you this weekend. Oh, man, pressure's on. Pressure is on, man. Pressure's on. Pressure is on. I'll actually flip off basketball long enough. This is what I do. <laughs> no offense to Michael Gorsinger, who you know, Michael and I are really, really good buds and, and friends, and it go back a long way. But uh, you're going to be up against college basketball, and um, so they're, you know, I, I know how the, the world works. So I wait till about 16 after, and I flip over, because I know that's when you're going to be doing the weather any moment. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Right on time. Right on time. I watch you do the weather, and I flip yeah. back to what I was looking at. Well, I, that times we getting pushed back a little bit because you know Mike and I tend to talk too much. Yeah. 
on Saturday. Have, have you guys been pulled into the principal's office? Not, about, not yet. Not but yet. I, I, I know sooner, sooner or later, you're going to. We get, get the, a rap from our producer. Yeah, and, and just keep twenty going. seconds later, yeah. Mike and I are still talking. Yeah, you guys might get the speech about word economy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days so, i'd say yeah. the guys to be with mike mike and i work together it's like tweedledee yeah. and tweedledum yeah he fell he fell yeah. asleep on me uh did you see that i did not i'll have to show yeah i was oh, i was doing the seven day forecast and i came back to the desk and yeah he he's like literally chair. yeah yeah that's how compelling you are Ed. i know sorry i took it as an insult but... that was low-hanging fruit yeah. that was a low-hanging <laughs> ap- that was a low-hanging apricot uh All right. All right, everybody. We appreciate you tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.